0: There's a new language coming, nothing to be scared of, it's just a new language, it's a language of the heart, it's a language of the heart. I've circled back to these waters. <laughs> <I've>, um, <clears throat> my wife and I joke, and it's a joke. <laughs> she knows how to deliver a really good sermon, Tamara Labak, And uh, I know how to give a really good sermon from the head. And... Uh, it's more difficult in a group to minister from the heart um, because we want to support our frame of reputation. I want to give you something valuable that you can take away. I want to give you something that you can say over lunch. What was the message about? I don't know, monkeys? I don't know. <laughs> Something like God. We sang a lot. I don't know. It's harder to lead from the heart. But Tamara and I, I'm probably going to say it. <laughs> we know how to give good head. I can preach. From the head. <laughs> Meredith's like, I don't know why you had to say that. I don't know. All the babies are gone. Jesus helped us. <laughs> drawing you into a wider place. Drawing you into a place that's so spacious that there is no edge. You are not in fear. Fear. Or danger of falling off There is no catch. There was never a tightrope. there was never a performance. All of that was man's small attempt to control a narrative that he had no idea how to control. The fires, the rivers, the spirit, and the words of God are beyond our hmm. But in our Western culture, we are afraid of too much emotion. Because if we have too much emotion, somebody's going to get locked up. Somebody's going down. Somebody's going to go down with the Pope or they're going to go down to the, to the park side. Okay? But I hear the Spirit saying to this church, I have not called you to be ordinary. I have not called you to be small. I have called you into a broad place, into a spacious place. I have made you to paint color in the sky. It does not have to be black and white. It never was. I want to talk about God, the righteous judge. Dun, dun, dun. And I was sent this video. We hope it works. Um, We don't have Hank here today. But... uh, I want you to pay attention to this video um, that uh, Bob sent to me. And I do hope that this is going to uh, be able to be heard. I'll go back there and help it if we can. But this is about,
1: um, you'll see. Just go ahead and roll it.
2: What are you called? No. Oh. I, I see you doing this, it's 70 degrees, out. Cause it's my
1: first time here, I get nervous when it comes to like.
2: You get nervous when you come to court? Yeah,
1: it's my first time.
2: <laughs> oh, this is your first time in court? Oh. Yeah. So far, how you doing, okay? So far?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I think today is uh, overnight parking day, Inspector Quinn. Yanel uh, has four overnight parking tickets, all at the same location. So what do you want to tell me about these, you know?
1: I just want to know if I'm able to pay like in October, because I start my job on October 5th, and my car isn't registered, so I wasn't able to get like the permit sticker yet, because my car gets registered in November.
2: What do you do for work? Are you working?
1: No, not yet. I'm going to be working at St. Tandas on October 5th.
2: And what did you do, what was your last job? Walmart. You worked at Walmart, okay. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You're in sales. Are you a good salesperson? Yeah. You're gonna work at a bank now, huh? Mm-hmm. At Santana. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna be what? You're gonna be chief operating officer. What are you gonna do?
1: I'm um, customer service. Taking. See, she's costs. got a good
2: person. All of a sudden, we got to the smile, Inspector Quinn. Like, what I type? Want to of smile what? a little more and give me the keys to the vault. Let's work <laughs> on that one. <laughs> All right. These overnight parking tickets. Is this because you did not have a parking spot? Hmm? I mean, mm-hmm. is that an area where you live?
1: Yeah, like it's like very full, so it's like I have to park outside on the streets.
2: Do do you have a parking spot now?
1: No, like I have, once I get my car registered, I'm gonna get the the sticker for it.
2: The fines are 200 bucks now because they all tripled. I'm gonna fine you $20. I'm gonna fine you for one of these tickets. And I'm gonna give you all the time you need to pay it. Like, who do you, I mean, who do you live with? You live with your parents? You live alone? You live with the. It's just
1: me and my daughter. We rent, um, Your daughter? Mm -hmm.
2: You have a young daughter? How old is she? 10 months. 10 months? And it's just you and she? Yeah. Oh, okay, what's her name? Camila. Well we can't let you pay $20 because then, I don't know, maybe when you go home tonight you need some food for the baby and if you pay $20 here, maybe you won't be able to afford the food so I'm not gonna do that. We have to take the baby into consideration, Inspector Quinn. And right now, she's like between a rock and a hard place. She wants to buy the parking pass and she can't because the registry isn't accommodating those right now. Right, and she's looking to do that. And she doesn't have a job, but she's got a little baby. So. (sighs) And I can't take care of a 10-month-old, Judge. I I know I can't do that, so. But there are a whole bunch of things you can do. (laughs) So what is it, you're completely broke? Hmm? You are completely broke, is that it? You have nothing? Nothing. Yeah, your story really touches me, okay. So, I mean, you, you only have one child? Yeah. Well, I guess you have a lot of challenges being a single mom, right? What's the biggest challenge?
1: Um, taking care of the baby alone at night. So
2: you're dedicated to the baby. That's your first yeah. and primary focus in life, taking care of that little baby. You know, and that's the right, not, not that there's a right or wrong answer, but that answer is the right answer because it shows where where your mind is, and where your heart is, and where it should be, too. Okay, you know, there were an awful lot of generous people in this country, and we are on, you know, uh, we are on social media, and we are on television, and people throughout the world see what happens in this courtroom, and and they send in contributions voluntarily, and ask me to give them to people, I think, uh, to use them toward people who I think are are worthy, and you certainly are, so. I have a gentleman, actually, from, Eustace Florida, by the name of Gary Ashcraft, and he sent in $25 and said, please use this to help uh, a single mom who's doing everything she can to help her children, and that's you. So I'm gonna use that $25 to pay for your ticket. But I'm gonna do a little bit more than that. I mean, since you came in broke today, you have an awful lot of people who send in some money here, so. I don't want you leaving here today and not having enough money to uh, take care of your baby. So I am going to, from the generosity of people from throughout the country who have sent in cash, I am gonna give you $50 in cash for you to use to take care of your baby. Thank you. Okay, and you put that to good use. Thank you so much. Inspector Quinn. You get a devotional. You get it?
1: Thank you, guys.
2: Anything you want to say to the person who sent in that money?
1: Uh, I want to say thank you so much, and I really do appreciate it. And, you know, I want to do what he does, you know, send in money to help other people too when I get the chance.
2: I'm so happy you said that, because I was just about to say, you know, There's a condition attached to this and the condition is I know that someday things are gonna be real good for you and that you have to give back and help somebody else, which I know you're gonna do, right? So that's your part of the deal. Take care of that little baby and help somebody when you get a chance. Good luck.
1: Thank you.
0: I wanna talk to you about God the Righteous Judge. I don't want to take this message down the road of what's wrong with our justice system. Though I, I could. How that fees and fines are one of the primary ways that people get under and are unable to get out. As we watched that, Bob brought something up to me. And we've been talking about this for years. The wrath of God. The judgment of God. Religion and churches have told us that this is something we need to fear. That when we come to the final days and we go to the judgment seat of Christ, that we will be judged For what we have done living in this world. It has caused such terror and torment for people through the centuries, afraid of God's judgment. You'll hear people say, stop talking about the grace of God or the love of God because we've got to understand that there's a justice side of God. And God, you've heard it said, will not tolerate unholiness. what we've heard, that everything you've done, every word you've said, every action you've taken, I'll be watching you, and you'll pay an account on that judgment day. Bob writes, This judge that we just saw is a shadow, just a faint out-of-focus glimmer of what the wrath of Abba will look like when all the unbelieving scoundrels, look at me in quotes, stand before the judgment seat of Christ. The fiery true character of God will be fully seen by them. It will melt their hardened hearts that kept them protected during the cold, hard life they experienced. As they meet face to face for the first time, the fearful and mighty God they have heard about and rejected, rightfully so. As Abba is nothing like the vicious gossip spread by the lying enemy from the start. They come to realize they were lied to, they were denied seeing the true father of all by thieves and liars. This tiny, weak-by-comparison example of the true heart of Abba can keep our hearts soft. It can remind us to stay vulnerable to Abba's generosity, to never forget how refreshed we can feel like that woman standing before the judge, when we bathe in the presence of Hassad, the loving kindness. It is the truth that Hassad awaits every single last one of us. When all who have never met the real God, revealed for the very first time by the one and only son, Jesus, the fire will destroy every enemy, every giant, every lie, every stronghold that has all their life kept them from the Abba, the real Abba, the real loving kindness, We have been taught to fear the judgment of God. And we have talked about this judgment, and I see the looks on your faces. Isn't there a judgment, Bonnie? Isn't there a justice for the worst among us? Isn't there going to be a reckoning? Yes. But as I have told you before, it is not going to look like the punitive punishing, retributive nature of a fallen, broken system. It is not going to look like what we have fabricated in our own criminal justice systems. It is something so otherworldly, something so kind... We haven't even really begun to see it. How kind the Lord is in the face of cruelty. We don't understand that kind of love. It's a hased that we read about all through the Hebrew scriptures and the, and the stories that we have. It's the hased that David showed to Mephibosheth at the table, at his table, at David's table, to the boy with the lame feet. Is there anyone in Jonathan's house to whom I can show mercy? See, this God, the true Abba, is one who comes near, one who draws close, one who finds the lost sheep. You know, it's one who, as the judge said, well, you certainly, she didn't need to say a word. She showed up. She showed up. She didn't fight her case. He did it all himself. Well, based on this and based on what you're telling me, there's certainly no way that you could possibly pay this. Thing. Oh, and then based on this other thing. And this other, showed up to a loving judge, to a loving. Jesus is the spokesman and the arbitrator of the New Testament order. His life sanctions humankind's innocence. This is a complete new language. It's a complete new language. It's a complete new language that communicates better things than the blood of Abel, than the blood of blame, than the blood of the other, than the blood of shame. Well, young lady, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. It communicates a different way. Even your true father and mother didn't quite understand how to deliver that communication to you as a child. Even as good as they were, they still were only a shadow of the true nature of how truly accepted, It is a a communication, a vocabulary, a way, uh, an organization that we've never really known because the church has failed so miserably to show it, has failed so terribly in telling us that it's based on our morality and our good works, Someone asked me this week, when will we be done with scapegoating? You know, just an average question of the week. (laughs) I was also asked this week, what do I think about porn? You know, all in a day's work for Pastor Bonnie. (laughs) Scapegoating, porn, righteous judge. Are we going to heaven when we die? I don't know. We're just, what are we going to do? I hear everybody going, what do you think about porn? Like what? (laughs) I said to the person, you know, scapegoating was actually shown not to be effective in the cross event. But now all these years later, we're still trying to point to somebody. We're still trying to point and blame it's them, it's me, it's part, it's me, it's it. we're still trying to do that. It was finished at the cross, says the Lord. That system and way of blaming and shaming, blaming yourself, condemning yourself and others, was really put to death. And you were in that, you were involved in that event and put to death there. And I want you to think about this: that Jesus, as we see the scriptures say, died as us in our what? In our sin. In our identity. I think Lynetta already left. Oh, she coming. Kinda- And this message is made alive through us, as us. It was never meant to be a performance that we try to be like him. It was never intended to be that way. It is, in fact, a love invitation that is so dear and kind And I believe a house like this is beginning to take the invitation to see what the intention of God really was and is from the beginning. The righteous judge at the judgment day is going to judge you Righteous. Holy. Blameless. Accepted. Beloved. And the very wrath of this God. Let me just insert the way they understood wrath, the way they understood that word, orge, is it's any God's full concentrated power. It's the concentrated power of a God. It's the orge, the wrath. We've talked about it before. Our God is love. The full exposure, the full concentrated measure of God's power will be present for each one of us on Judgment Day, should there be that day. And God's full, relentless, expansive love will cover you. And your enemies. just know that I want to be on the side of love now and knowing God is love if I'm in relationship with this God this loving kindness God all my lifetime long afraid that when I die I may be judged unworthy that is no way to live and it's not what the scripture teaches We'll have to continue unpacking this message page in the band or whoever's coming, if y'all want to come. Um, I feel that I, I, minister, I preached at the beginning of the church, and then I preached at the end and the beginning and the middle, and there's been prophetic <laughs> ministry and words uh, coming through. There's like something for everybody. Are you guys coming or are you not coming? Oh, okay. Do you need some time? We can just be real about it. Okay. God has a way. God has a way of judging things righteous even we don't understand how. It's the loving kindness of God that awaits all who understood it on this side of death and all who don't understand it. It's said that awaits all unbelievers and believers alike. It's hard to untrain ourselves from that kind of construct. We believe because of church that we have to say some kind of prayer or magic word in order to receive a loving kindness or righteousness. Um, and there's just something about that, that, that woman, that young woman that stood there Who didn't say a word? He executed the righteous judgment. I want us to hold that picture in our minds this week. It was never intended to torment you, this life with God. It was never intended to make you out to be bigger and better than anybody else. And tell anybody else that they're not doing it right. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out all fear. Paige, I wonder if we could play. I don't know what you're playing. Yay! That's what I was going to ask for. Oh, good. Oh, good. Cool. Do you guys want another song? So pretty. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Enjoy this and then we'll do community.
3: Saturate me in your love, God. Soak me in your presence. Saturate me in your kind. Overwhelm my heart with love, saturate, saturate me in Your love, God. Soak me in Your presence, saturate me in Your kindness and overwhelm. remember the second verse. I release all my control, God, I release the need to know, yes, I release all my control, God, I release the need to know, because I love you because i love you yes, i love you. oh i love you i love you. You, are you are tried and true and yes i trust you I trust oh I trust you. I trust you you are tried and true Saturate Saturate me in your love, God, soak me in your presence, saturate me in your kindness, overwhelm my heart with love. Come on, sing that out. Saturate me in your love, God, soak me in your presence, saturate me in your kind.